Would you please pray with me? Father God, Lord, I ask that you open our eyes, bless us with an understanding heart to receive your teachings, to make them real by our deeds, and to pass them on to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, Pastor Andy spoke about the transition from Old Testament to New Testament, about a major shift that occurred from the importance of a place in the Old Testament where God's presence was, which was the temple, temple and, and uh, the tabernacle, to a person in the New Testament who was Jesus. And Jesus said, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. Jesus was the temple. Pastor Andy also shared about the importance of, of coming to know Jesus better, connecting with him and the relationship that we can have with him. In the Old Testament, we read that when people were going to Jerusalem, to the temple, they would go up. That no matter where you approach Jerusalem from, and even to this day, when you go to Jerusalem, you are always going up to Jerusalem because they were going to a high place. They were going to the temple in order to have an encounter with God. They would go up and in our spiritual walk, we should also be going up in our journey. We should be growing in our relationship with God and knowing him more and more. The people went to Jerusalem to the temple in order to have an encounter with God and now because God has sent his son, and because of our acceptance and belief in his son, God is with us, and God still desires us to draw near to him continually through Jesus. There is a, a picture that I have. Thank you. Uh, in Exodus, we read about the construction of the tabernacle. Now, the tabernacle was the first temple that when the people of, of God had come out of Egypt while they were on their way to the promised land. In Exodus 25:8, God directs Moses saying, have them make a sanctuary for me that I may dwell among them. And we notice right away that it doesn't say, have them make a sanctuary for me so I can dwell in it. It wasn't God's purpose what God desired was to be among his people, to dwell with them. The entire construction of the tabernacle and later the temple, all of the work that went into it, it goes beyond the natural construction. God's idea of having the people construct this, of having them put work into it, through that process, it made them feel closer to God. It, it made them feel as though they were working with God and working for God. They were drawing closer to him just in the process of constructing this tabernacle. God desired to be a part of their lives. And what we need to understand is that God, the Garden of Eden, paradise, was created for the purpose of God dwelling with his people. But because of, of the sin of Adam and Eve, God no longer had that connection. And so the tabernacle was created for the purpose of God, again, being with his people, being with them in relationship. 
But the tabernacle came to an end because the temple was created. And the temple was then destroyed. So what did God do? God sent his son. He provided his son, Jesus, for the purpose of dwelling with us. Christ was God in flesh, a dwelling that was incorruptible. He was without sin. And though they tried to destroy him, they could not. He defeated death. And through his son, God now dwells in each of us. The next message point comes from 2 Corinthians 13.5. Do you not know that Christ is in you? And to delve even deeper in that, Ephesians 3.17 says that Christ desires to make a home in your heart, the temple of your heart. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple? The Spirit of God lives in you. God says, For those who believe on my Son, they have life eternal. But our connection with God goes much deeper than that. God desires a relationship with you, one that, that goes beyond just Sunday mornings, but every day. That's, that's the purpose of sending his son, so that there can be a continual connection with our Father God, and so that we can get to know him more and more. How, how do we go about having a closer relationship with God? How do we go about having a more intimate relationship with him? By the study of his word, through prayer, by having conversations with him, by taking opportunities to learn of him when opportunities arise. We can say that, that well, I gave my life to Christ you know, years ago. And that it is, a, it is our hope and our prayer that everyone accepts Christ. But the next question has to be, are you growing in your relationship then? Are you, are you growing spiritually? And we can say, well, we go to church. And, and church is a fabulous place that we can be spiritually fed. And we can connect with others and fellowship with, with others and and. and, and also be able to have an opportunity to serve and to share. But in your personal time, throughout the week, are you digging deep to know, know, to know more about God, to learn more about your Savior? Are you closer in your relationship with God now than you were 10 years ago? Are you closer in your relationship with God now than you were five years ago? Are you, are you learning more about him and his ways and his desires? Are you closer to God now than you were at this time last year? If not, if, if our spiritual walk, if our spiritual growth has become stagnant, then we are missing out on spending a life with God, believing in Christ, believing on Jesus, is not only for the sake of someday going to heaven to live with Christ and to be in God's presence, but we can live in God's presence now, today. Jesus said the kingdom of God is present. It's the kingdom of God is near. It is here. We can experience God 
in this life, we can experience his mercy, his kindness, his love, his peace, his joy, his rest, his glory, his teachings, his guidance and direction, his blessings through Christ, who is our connection with God. God desires that we have a connection with him. Our next message point, Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. Jesus had a divine connection with God, and you can too. His focus was on God, and that's where he set his sights, and that's where our sights need to be set as well. We're kind of going back to the, the messages about vision that we heard just not too long ago. We need to be setting our sights on God. And with the direction that this world is heading, we need that relationship. And God knows that we need a stronger, closer relationship with Him. In these times, our focus needs to be on God. God needs to be at the very center of our lives. We set our eyes on God and what He is doing. Our focus is on the Lord God Almighty. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now that are negative, but our focus cannot be on CNN or Fox News or the headline news. We are to know about these things so that we can pray about them, so that we can pray for them, so that we can intercede. But they can't be our focus. We can't camp out there. We can't live there. Our main focus has to remain on God. You put Him first in our lives. And everything else will come together. And those things that are not of God will fall away as we focus on God. One thing that that was shared in in this morning's liturgy about about it not being just all about us. Our connection with God is not all about us. It's not just for us alone, but so that we can share. It's for the sake of others as well. Serving others spiritually, first and foremost, because spiritual things are everlasting. And then we help them in other ways that are needed. Serving others, drawing others to God, pointing them to God, letting His love flow through us to draw others to Him. It's interesting in in talking about the tabernacle and the temples that the windows of the tabernacle that they were not created so much as to let sunlight in but they were created to let the light inside shine outward to the people that's what we should be doing Jesus called us a light to the world that's what you are that's what all of you are a light to the world we should be involved in bringing in And drawing in those who are lost, those who are in darkness, those who are suffering, those who are hurting, 
bringing them in where the people of God are, bringing them in where God's people are hungry and thirsty for God and excited and willing to be a part of what he is doing. Not just in this world. Yes, there is a lot of negative things going on in the world, but there's a lot of glorious things going on that God is doing. And so we draw people in. It's, it's, as, as we are being and called to be a light to the world, we should be bringing and drawing in people into God's presence, into where God is doing wonderful things, into this place. So we're left with a question. Are you hungry after God? Are you thirsty after God? The hymn that we sing, As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. It's a reflection of, of David's heart cry to God. Are you hungry and thirsty for God? Are you excited about what he is doing in your life, in this community, in this church? God desires your heart. Do you desire his? Draw close to him and he will draw close to you. That is a promise of God. Our final point in the message notes is from Jeremiah 29, 12, 13. Seek me, God says, and you will find me. Call me and I will answer. What a wonderful, fabulous promise of God. As you draw close to God, you will see something amazing happen that, that you will just naturally draw others to him as well because they will see Christ in you. And the more time that you spend with God, the more time that you learn of him, the more you want to talk about him, the more you want to share about him, the more you will reflect him. From beginning of time, we see in the Bible that God desires a relationship, a strong connection with you. The Garden of Eden was for a relationship. The temple was for a relationship. The Son of God was sent for a relationship. God is calling you, and I believe that he is calling this church, this body, to a deeper, more intimate relationship with him. How will you answer? Will you answer? Are you ready for the great adventure of drawing closer to the Lord God Almighty, the creator and heaven of earth and the vast universe? Are you ready for the great adventure of walking in step with our wonderful Savior? Well, I pray that your answer is yes and amen. Would you please pray with me? Heavenly Father, Lord, give us a longing for you. Give us a hunger and a thirst for you that cannot be quenched. We thank you, Father God, God of love and mercy. Thank you for your holy word. 
and showing us throughout it that you desire a deeper connection with us. May it be our personal prayer. May it be our heart cry to know you better, to have a personal relationship with you one-on-one with Christ our Savior. May we declare that we are ready to go on a journey of life with you now. Lord, we don't want to go our own way. We set aside our pride. We set aside our ego. We set aside our own way and the way that other people would have us go. We want to go your way, Father God, to keep in step with you, to keep in step with our Savior. We draw near to you, Heavenly Father. And we give you a sacrifice of worship. You are worthy of adoration and praise. We thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.